What is good? Welcome to Spiritville Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life, and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. I'm excited to share with you today. I did some fun things. Well, first off, I went to my first FC game here in Austin, which was super fun. It was kind of like a concert and a soccer game all at the same time because of the way the fans show up and all the things. So that was really fun to get out of the comfort zone to try something new and just check out a new thing. And then I also, this all happened this past weekend, I also went to a woman's retreat. A friend of mine was facilitating a retreat and she invited me to be a part of that. And it was called The Greatness Retreat. And it was essentially that. She stepped out on a limb and booked a really cool space over in Dripping Springs. It was a huge house there with pool, hot tub, game room, just like all the things, and then reached out to different women that have impacted her or touched her life in some sort of way and just invited them to show up to really dig into what she was calling dream mapping and some other things, but it was really interesting. So I went to this retreat. I was able to participate in in some of it uh, and facilitate some things as well, but It was a a great experience because it was helping a lot of women navigate transition, if you will, or take a pause from their life as, as they know it, right? From being a mom, from juggling work, from, you know, taking care of parents to, to many different things, but to just escape that intentionally retreat from that to gain greater clarity around who you are and what you dream about, what you actually desire, and what that might look like for you to experience in your life and what that will require of you or what what that may take to create and to build and to cultivate and then how you can start doing that now. So while I couldn't participate in the entire thing, there was so many beautiful conversations. And on the very first night, uh, the facilitator was asking all of the women to go around and share what is your past? Like, who are you in your past? What is happening in your present? And where are you going? But what I thought was so interesting about that, and I even thanked her for posing this question and inviting us to explore it together vulnerably in that safe space that was created, was that we don't often look at how far 
we've come <laughs> or all of the the victories that we've we've had that have brought us to where we are and how we've actually taken those with us we've taken the lessons we've taken the character development we've taken the the healing we've taken the growth we've taken so much into to who we are in the present sometimes even the motivation right like if you weren't hurt so badly or if you didn't experience that deep level of pain you probably wouldn't have the motivation to serve right or you wouldn't have the the motivation to help and show up the way that you do but because of that deep pain you want to show up and spare people experiencing that right just as an example so actually evaluating how far you've come and how that's actually brought you to your present and then where you're going it's quite encouraging because it gives you context about the tools that you did actually utilize and and what helped you get to where you are and then that helps you build some confidence in how you're going to navigate and move into the future. So what was really interesting about everyone sharing this was that there was not a lot of clarity or insights or direction about the future. And my my answer was that this is where faith comes in, right? Like at the end of the day, and trust and believe, I do this with clients all day, every day. We absolutely utilize different tools. We do a lot of mind management and managing your brain and a lot of emotional intelligence work and emotional resilience work, right? And learning how to actually process your emotions so that you can use them to serve you versus repress them or hide them or shove them down, right? But what is interesting about this, you you can absolutely strategize and take all the action in the world, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Okay. Now I will tell you, this wasn't a spiritual retreat. <laughs> this was not centered around God, right? This was around women and, and the common desire to, to hold space for one another and to dream together and to also build and foster community. Okay. But what I was able to offer and bring was God and how to incorporate your faith into your life so that you're not working on your own. You're actually co-laboring. So if you're new here, I've actually written a book. It's called Co-Laboring with God. And essentially what's happening in there is I was realizing that, you know, all of the, the self-help, all of the personal development, all of the life coaching tools that I'd accumulated, none of those. <laughs> None of those can give me the results that being in a relationship with God and walking in alignment with God have given me. None of those tools have done that, right? And it's it's a very different journey to actually trust God with your life and to, to come to a place of surrender. And I actually had a woman ask me that, bless her heart. She was like, how long has it taken you to learn how to just surrender and just trust God with your life? And I said, my entire life. <laughs> this was not something that happened 
overnight. And this is something that you don't just arrive. Like there's deeper and deeper levels of trust that you get to go into with God. And there's a faith walk and a faith journey. That's why a lot of times I call my clients faith walkers, right? Because it does. It feels like you're on this type tightrope walking, just navigating the unknown. And like, there's a lot of challenges and danger and some scary things that can happen. But God, right? When you're partnered with God, you can do the seemingly impossible because God often starts at impossible, (laughs) right? So it was just a beautiful way to, I I was grateful to be there because it just encouraged my faith um, because I I just think on all the times that I've gone to experiences like that and God hadn't been involved and now I was able to bring God to an experience like that and how the seeds of having done that are going to bear much fruit and radically transform lives for all of these women, including my own. So it was just a really beautiful thing. So I share all of that to say... That's yes, try new things. (laughs) Put yourself in situations where you can reflect and you can discover and you can actually look into who you are and what's next for you. But what I'm going to talk about today is how you can actually create and, and cultivate a lifestyle of doing this so that you don't always have to retreat from your life. Now, I will say that I intentionally make little weekend getaways or um, put journals in places that it will remind me to pause and to sit down and journal or, you know, I'll keep a notebook in my car or I'll keep like a certain notebook in my office or, you know, just these different reminders that, oh, it's that time. This is this is a way to check in. This is a way to, to cool it for a second. I'll even put books, I'll sprinkle books in different rooms of my house. <laughs> to remind myself to just read for 15 minutes or whatever it takes, right? But you can actually cultivate a lifestyle of this sort of retreat. And what this does is it allows you to be very present and intentional with your life, which was the beautiful thing about this retreat. It was all about living intentionally and the amount of things that I juggled this weekend. So I had made a commitment to go with a friend to an FC game. I committed to this retreat and facilitating and showing up there. Um, I was finishing a class that I was participating in, summer school essentially, to continue my ministry education and there was like a graduation for that this weekend. So there was many things that I was quote unquote juggling, but the only way I am able to do that was because I am living intentionally. So I just found that interesting that that was the theme was all about living intentionally. And I'm like, well, let me model that for you. (laughs) So at any rate, you can build this as a lifestyle. So what I'm going to talk about, I was debating on even the topic for this podcast. At first, I was thinking overcoming overwhelm because that is something that I often am working with clients to do. But what I felt resonated most was just this title, The Unknown Place. The Unknown Place. Okay, we all have it. Uh, we, we don't often like it. (laughs) Um, Sometimes we are forced into this place. Sometimes we we just know that it's time to step into this place. But the unknown place is exactly what it sounds like. It is a place 
that is unknown, okay? And often that can be very overwhelming for people. That can be very terrifying for some, literally that intense. It can create a lot of anxiety and future tripping where you're thinking about your future and you're thinking about all the worst case scenarios and really you're you're ruminating about your future and about how, how things are not going to work out. So you're looking at your future without God in it. And it can just bring up all sorts of questions. So when you're navigating a, a major life change, this could be, you know, it could be going through a divorce. This could be a sudden loss. This could be having your first child. This could be, you know, becoming a mother This or just becoming a parent. This could be taking on a new position or, or launching your first business or hiring a team or, um, you know, becoming an empty nester. There could be so many things that happen in life that you think that you can just handle and it'll be totally fine, but actually it's a major life change. And any time we experience a major life change, often one, we don't give ourselves credit for that, but you will likely experience what is called cognitive dissonance, okay? If you haven't heard of that, it is a fancy psychology term that really just means that you are in a state of really having inconsistent thoughts. You start questioning your beliefs. You might be sort of moody and have attitudes that are all over the place, you know, like really emotional and happy in one moment and super sad and discouraged the next, right? And you're kind of like, whoa, what is what is happening with me? Okay, so this could really be just changes in your behavior and your attitude. You might really start to notice that. It can also be when there's just conditions that are no longer compatible in your life. Like it just doesn't make sense anymore. So there's confusion. You might experience sensory overload. Just this discomfort that something doesn't make sense anymore within the context of the way that you think about yourself and your life. Okay? So you probably have experienced this before. Maybe you didn't know that that's what it was called, but it just doesn't make sense. Now, I know I very much experience this. I think an example, if you know part of my story, one that I share often just to give you like the the shock and the depth of, of confusion for a young person was when I found out that I was adopted. My adoptive mom had literally put me on the phone with my birth mother and said that your mom wants to talk to you. And I was 10 years old and I remember exactly where I was standing, exactly the look on my adoptive mom's face, exactly um, what I was feeling when I picked up that phone. And I had no way to process what that meant, right? Like life as I knew it no longer made sense, right? Here I was going along thinking that, you know, this is my family, this is my home, and then everything changed in that moment and I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that meant about who I was. I didn't know what that meant about how things would change. Like, is that still gonna be my home? Do I have to like, work or like prove that I have a right to be here? Like what, what does my future look like? Is it, is it safe and secure or like 
what does this even mean? Like I literally could not process it. So that is an example of cognitive dissonance. I just felt very uh, helpless, powerless, confused. Another example that I've shared, um, I had been in a really shocking position. I, I had been in a betrayal and I had been in a really challenging situation in a relationship and I kept being exposed to information that had been kept from me initially and then information that kept building that didn't make sense. So what was happening though, it was challenging what I knew. Hear this, it was challenging what I knew and what God had shown me spiritually, okay? So I had been very intentional about this relationship. I had received a lot of vision, a lot of clarity, a lot of promptings. I had just done a lot of seeking God (laughs) on the front end of this relationship especially, right? Because I'm like, if God didn't send it, I don't want it, right? So I had really done a lot of work. I had gotten confirmation things are moving forward, and then all of a sudden there's a, a, a shocking plot twist, and I don't know what to do with that. Right. And I'm battling my thoughts. I'm battling my emotions. I'm battling what God showed me with what I'm seeing and with what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and with my standards and my non-negotiables, my boundaries, like everything was being challenged. And I also had opinions of man and like well-meaning people trying to speak into my life. Uh, but but they didn't know what God said, right? And and they just want to look out for me and, and tell me what I'm worthy of and tell me what I deserve, right? So I had a lot going on and that was very overwhelming, okay? And I didn't know how to navigate that, right? But I was given an opportunity to decide to trust God and what God showed me and, you know, grow and and really strengthen my faith here and walk out this journey or I could have decided not to do any of those things. And I must tell you, it was probably yes, one of the most challenging times of my life. What I'm going to share today are some of the things that I learned to do in that time where I was no longer helpless or powerless like I was when I was a child without relationship with God. Now I had relationship with God. And now, even in the midst of this unknown place, I could choose to seek God and pursue God with all of my heart, right? So I'm going to tell you about how doing that has radically, I will affirm here and confirm that that radically changed that relationship. And God has done so much there. It's been absolutely insane. But I'm going to share what I really learned about the unknown place. So hopefully you have a sense now of what cognitive dissonance means. And I will also say that when you are experiencing this in your life, this is one of the best times to hire a coach. <laughs> this is one of the best times to just level up your your self-care and to really make sure that you have the right tools and the right people speaking into your life. Uh, it's super, super important. So if you've never worked with a coach before, I definitely recommend it. One of the, I've done this simultaneously too, where if, you know, past things are being brought up that I will also work with a therapist, but I recommend working with a coach because there's a, a clear strategy for how to navigate the now and go into this future place that God showed you. 
okay? Um, I will say maybe not all coaches operate that way, but it really is important that you look for the one that is able to, to meet you in this very unknown yet sacred place and can be the, the guide, the coach that you need to step into the fullness of what's next for you, okay? So with cognitive dissonance, you may notice inconsistent thoughts, feelings, beliefs, attitude, in addition to all of the questions, okay? All of the questions come up. Who am I now? I'm not who I was and I'm not quite sure yet who I'm becoming. What is my life about now? It's no longer what it was. And how do I adapt and show up for what it is now and what's possible? Like, how how do I do that, right? Like, I really don't know. And the beauty of this time, because you absolutely can find beauty, there's always beauty, is that you don't have to spend time, energy on, on negativity. Like you actually don't have it. (laughs) You don't have the energy to spend, right? So you don't have time or energy for anything negative and you don't have time to hustle or to overwork. Okay. So you only have time and energy to focus on what matters most and what the priorities are. So it really does help you tighten up your mindset, your emotional resilience, right? It's a really beautiful thing. And this is beautiful because you can focus on creating value right where you are with what you have, literally with what is in your hand and what God has equipped you to do, right? Because he never gives you more than you can bear. And he often tells you just to work what he's given you and work what's in your hand, right? And so you can then, when you do that, you can emerge from this dissonance, right, with greater perspective and a more confident, grounded sense of self in addition to a stronger, more rooted and anchored relationship with God. And so it's really important just to remind yourself that in these times, nothing has gone wrong, right? Like all things are working for my good, even when I don't fully understand this unknown place, okay? And if you think about it, literally the list of value that you get to create in the world is long, (laughs) right? And you're really just getting started. So when you remember that, you can lean into it in a different way, okay? So this unknown place is a place where you can create possibilities for yourself and just chill with them for a minute. What a beautiful gift. A lot of times we are taught to we're, we're, we're taught to believe that our dreams are silly or we can't make money doing those. So why would we even chill with them in the first place? Or, you know, some people are successful at that, but you never will be or the competition. Or have you seen, you know, how many people on social media are doing that? Or there's so many things that that just literally put out the fire before it even starts. And those honestly are like the worst people to have in your life. And that's why it's really, really important that you protect your dreams and that you protect what God is developing in you and and get around community that can process that with you. 
But this is a time where you can create possibilities for yourself and chill with them for a while. Just think about that for a second. When was the last time that you actually thought about possibilities for yourself and for your life? Another reason why I love coaching so much, right? Like coaching, when you find <laughs> the right coach, your coach will, will love you into your next reality, but they won't let you stay where you are. Okay, so they will challenge, they will confront, they will draw out the golden you, they will question you in a way that you've never been questioned so that you can practice self-coaching so that when you are ready to, to move on from the relationship with your coach and some just end up renewing because <laughs> there's always new levels to move into, right? But when you're ready to move on, or when you're just not with your coach, right, and getting that support, you're actually hearing your coach in your head so that you can start being that for yourself. It's a really beautiful thing. But this is a time where you can give yourself as much time as you need. You are not in a hurry, but a lot of times when we're uncomfortable and anxiety kicks in, we try to just rush out of wherever we are. Okay, we try to just speed through things. But when you speed through things, you often miss the lessons. You don't build the character and you hold yourself back because you can't advance without those things. Okay, and a huge pearl of wisdom or a good wisdom nugget here is that we, we tend to think that we want to access this like next level version of us and that we want to like get to this next level and get to this next place, you know, so sometimes the unknown place could have a, a, an air of like, it's just so much better there, right? So we just desire to get there. But here's the thing. Many people won't tell you this. Getting there is not better than here. It's just different. Really hear that. Getting there is not better than here. It is just different. Okay. So I remember a time where it was really interesting. I had just become certified as a coach. And that was a really interesting time because I had just finished a grad degree. I did not even know coaching existed. And now I've gone through the certification. I'm obsessed with this gifting this calling that's on my life and I don't know what to do with it and I had to lay it down and really humble myself and go into a corporate environment that was extremely challenging for me and humbling for me and I didn't get it all I wanted to do was get out of there that's all I wanted to do <laughs> I didn't know why I was there and all I wanted to do was get out of there and it took me a minute to just be, to be humbled, to surrender, to trust, and to make the most of my being there. Knowing that in order to literally get anywhere else, I would have to learn everything that there had to teach me. Okay, so what was that going to look like? How could I use all of my tools, all of my, my, you know, all of the knowledge that I've gained? How can I use everything that's available to me to make the most of here now so that I can advance to a place that I think is quote unquote better? How can I do that? So that that way too, I'm making the most of my time. I'm fully 
invested in my time, I'm present, I'm very intentional, and the time will also fly by, right? So this is my life, this is my time, and I get to choose, even if it's an environment that I'm not pleased with and that I don't fully understand, I still get to choose how I'm gonna show up in that environment and if it's gonna be a really awful experience for me or if it's going to be a good experience for me and I'm gonna learn so much, right? So I learned in that time that the minute I gave up trying to get somewhere else and just accept where I was, I advanced so fast. I went on this accelerated journey. It was absolutely insane. I was promoted within three months and usually within this space it took six. So that was the first time that it ever happened. I was shifted into leadership at that point. Um, started getting massive results for the team that that worked with me and then i was moved into a training department to start training and teaching people how i was doing that and then then i helped launch many different programs and things and it was absolutely insane it was never what i saw for myself it was never where i thought i would be but i'm telling you the minute i surrendered to I am going to show up with excellence, I'm going to keep a good attitude, I'm gonna be all the way here, and I'm gonna trust you. God, I'm just gonna trust you. (laughs) And I'm going to represent you well in this space. I'm gonna give you my unknown place and let you just do what you do here. And it was absolutely insane. And I only can say that I got the energy and the capacity and the ability to show up there from that surrender and from the grace of God. Absolutely. And how God started working, it was insane. You know, like people on my my team, I would be supporting this woman and she had been healed from cancer. I would come in and uh, there was an associate there that thought that I was going to have this really difficult confronting conversation and that she would get in trouble. And then I actually came and I was ministering to her and she just was in tears and I just was reinforcing exactly what God had told her. It was just wild and she didn't even know who I was at this point (laughs) she had this impression of who I was and then I showed up and just was led by God to share some things and it was exactly what she needed to hear and reinforce what God was already speaking to her it was just the most beautiful thing and things like that were happening constantly every single day but it was because I got out of the way in an unknown place that I was very unhappy with okay so I haven't shared that story in a long time, so that absolutely was for somebody that needed to hear that today. But point being, you can create possibilities for yourself and just chill with them for a while in the unknown place, okay? And you can give yourself as much time as you need, right? Like the time will pass anyway, you might as well enjoy it, okay? But we have this tendency to think that things will just be better there, quote unquote, but What exactly do you even think will be better there, right? We never ask ourselves that. (laughs) We just don't want to be where we are. We just want to escape it and get on to the next, right? But who you are now is fantastic, okay? We often don't think about that either. Who you actually are now is somebody that you already fought to be. Somebody that, that, that earned this level, right? I know that, I think it's actually T.D. Jakes that talks about this quite a bit, that you, many people want his position, but they don't have his anointing, okay? So 
there's many people that just want what he re- represents and what he's able to to do, what the anointing allows him to do, right? But those same people would never be able to endure what he had to go through just to be where he is today. Like the process and the crushing and everything that he's actually had to go through to be where he is. And I think he's about in, it's going to be about 46 years of ministry. That is insane. So to think that you can just, I don't know, go to ministry school and just stand in his shoes. Like that's not how it works. (laughs) So at any rate, when we try to get somewhere else, when we try to get there and just skip the process, we only slow ourselves down and we start cheating ourselves of what we actually do want and desire, okay? So remember this, where you are now is a beautiful place and who you are now is fantastic and exactly what's needed to do what's at hand, okay? We're constantly trying to climb into new versions because we haven't fully owned this one. Woof! I'm going to say that one for the people in the back. We constantly just look around you. Either one, you know that you do this or you know people around you that do this. But we're constantly trying to climb into new versions because we haven't fully owned this one. And I will tell you (laughs) time and time again, life has proven this is true. In order to change, you have to have authority over where you are now and love where you are now. And you bring that into your future. That's actually how you create your future. Okay, so I have another book. It's actually called Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority that teaches you how you can actually go through this transformation process, literally radical transformation with God. But in order to change, you have to have authority over where you are now and love where you are now. And that is what will actually carry you into the next. Okay? And so what you can do, the the Word of God actually talks a lot about manifestation. So I know there's a lot of people that, you know, talk about it, preach about it act like it's some new age spiritual thing. However, the Bible talks a lot about manifestation and it's a very real thing and it's a very practical thing. So Hebrews 10.24 is a verse that was highlighted for me today on this topic about the unknown place. It says this, discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. How about that for a mission? Okay. When in an unknown place, what do you do? That. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. How can you do more of that? Huge. Love that as a question and very practical. Also, I really love Habakkuk, right? Like you've heard this one probably a lot, but it talks about in Habakkuk 2, 2, 2, write down this vision, write it clearly on tablets so that anyone who reads it may run. For the vision points ahead to a time I have appointed. It testifies regarding the end and it will not lie, even if there is a delay, wait for it. 
It's coming and will come without delay. Okay, so as I mentioned in my story, one of my stories, God had given me this vision. And though it tarried, though it seemed delayed, was I going to take God at his word or was I going to fight God? And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in a position where I'm fighting God. (laughs) Okay, so how do you do this practically though, I think is a great question. You might have heard a scripture like that and been like, okay, cool. Like, how do I write the vision planer? Like, if I've written it down and it's clear, you've got to make this practical so that you can actually walk out your faith and work out your faith. Okay. So what is, in this case, the next version of you, right? Like, who are you becoming? What is that vision that God is revealing to you? Who is that next version? What does that look like? What does it feel like? What is being that like? Okay. And as you start actually getting that clear, you can live into that. And then what is the coolest thing is that you're actually not in a hurry because you're already there emotionally. And the manifestation just happens after that. Like when you are actually being the person that the next level requires, then everything at the next level just comes to you. (laughs) It's kind of like a magnet, right? So you can, if there's steps to this, let's just make some, because I know some people like the steps. Okay, number one, create possibilities for yourself. When you are in this place of the unknown, create possibilities for yourself. Know that there are possibilities and start a brainstorm with God on that, right? God is a great person to mastermind with. He has the mastermind, okay? So create possibilities for yourself and just chill with them for a minute. Get in God's presence, journal about them, list, just brainstorm, list everything that comes to your mind, but just get everything out of your head, out of your heart and onto paper, okay? And give yourself time to just sit with them, to not, you know, put a a business on it or turn it into a money-making machine or to, you know, just sit with it, chill with it without having to make it be something else, okay? Then number two, what you're going to do is you are going to recognize that in order to access that, you will need to become the person that has that, okay? So get really clear on who you'll have to become. What will you need to be? What will you need to do? How will you need to think? What will you need to speak? What do you express at this level? How do you show up at this level? That is next level clarity, and you have to have that first, okay? So number one, create possibilities for yourself. Number two, get clear on what that looks like, feels like, would be like, so that you can actually turn that into practical action, okay? And that would be number three, is start living in that, okay? So you become the person that has that possibility and you act from that place to create it, okay? So often for me, When I have the vision, I need to build the belief because the belief is what's really helping me build my faith and that gives me energy to take action. 
Okay, and a lot of times I do those at the same time. But that is huge. Become the person that has that possibility and act from that place to create it. So an example of this would be, let's say that you have, I don't know, this this dream of writing a book, okay? And there's a possibility that that could happen. I don't know how that could happen, but there's a possibility that that could happen, that I am going to be an author. That's a possibility. Cool. Okay. Now... For one to be an author, what are they doing, right? Like, what is it like to be an author? Like, what are they doing? What are they thinking? What are their habits? What are they, what does that require? What does that look like, right? And then things might start coming up for you. Like, oh, well, they might have, you know, a notebook that they have all their ideas in. Or maybe they have a certain program that that does all of the, the, the editing software, let's say, on their computer that they use, or, or maybe they have notes on their phone where they put all these titles and all these ideas and chapter outlines, or maybe they meet with an editor that, that helps them tighten the, these ideas, or maybe they go on a writer's retreat, or, or maybe they just have a set schedule that they, they somehow write for, you know, at least an hour every day, or the ideas will come and you'll get your marching orders, Okay. And then what does that require of you, for example, that will require commitment, that will require clarity around why you need to be an author and why now. That will be something that, that will need vision about the impact that this book is designed to make, prayer, intentionality, right? The discipline to actually sit and show up at a blank page and trust yourself, right? So the person that does become an author shows up some kind of way and you can start to see that and then you just train yourself to be that. Hence why having a coach, again, is so valuable. Okay, so as you become that person that has that possibility, you act from that place and then you actually create it. And the neat thing is, is that again, you won't be worrying about not becoming that person because you're being everything that that person already is. So cool, okay? So when you're freaked out though, this is just evidence that you're you're not thinking in the possibility and you're not creating from that place. But you can be that next level quote unquote version of you as much as you can now and you can give yourself the benefits of being who you are. And as you do that, again, you won't spend any time worrying about never becoming who you believe that you're designed or destined to be because you'll spend all your time being that person. So, so powerful, okay? So what I will encourage you about the unknown place is a couple of things. Number one, allow yourself to feel the discomfort because the discomfort is often guiding you into growth and into character development and into a deeper relationship or into deeper intimacy with God that you wouldn't have otherwise been led to access, okay? Or you wouldn't have just sought that out on your own. So be willing to actually feel the discomfort and trust where God is leading you, even in times of discomfort. The other thing is, 
Don't make huge decisions in the unknown place. Okay? I like to say when in doubt, just hang out. (laughs) You definitely want to get out of doubt, right? Uh, And God can help you with your unbelief, but don't make major life decisions when you are in a, a, a dissonance space. Okay? And the other thing that I would recommend here is focus on creating value. It is very challenging to be negative, to be depressed, to get into that hustly energy when you're just focused on creating value and having an impact, right? We tend to get worried about how we feel, but God cares a lot about our impact, okay? So my encouragement to you in this unknown place as to see it as a place of opportunity, to see it as a place of possibility and a space to reinvent yourself. But before you can reinvent yourself, you must fully own and have authority over where you are. So if you are working on doing that, or if you know that that is next (laughs) on your journey, I encourage you to invest in yourself and to hire a coach. You can also get rooted in a community that I offer called Courage Co. There's different levels of access here, anything from free to a a monthly subscription and an annual mastermind. There's different ways that you can get plugged in to receive master life coaching and experience radical transformation in your life, in your business, in your relationships, really the areas that matter most to you. I also do have some openings for the fourth quarter of the year, which is weird to say out loud, for one-on-one clients. So if you do want to work together, you're like, I don't know about any of all the other things. I just know that you're my coach and I really just want to work with you. What does that look like? You can visit julianapage.com for all the information. This is the first time that you're listening to this podcast. Thank you. Welcome. I offer a special gift. It's actually the God's Vibes Matter devotional that I've written. You'll get that for free when you subscribe, when you comment, when you share this podcast, and then you go to julianapage.com on the podcast page and fill out a form there to let me know that you've done that. That's how I'll know to send you the devotional. So if you've not done that, even if you're an existing listener, a loyal committed listener, make sure that you go access your free gift. You can find that over at julianapage.com on the podcast page. All right, everybody, until next time.